Hey guys, my name is Carlos. Most of y'all know me as Cargo. I'm the host for the Go For Two podcast, where I break down the offseason to see how teams got better or worse through free agency in the draft. I create team reports and, of course, do a lot of mock drafts. And during the regular season, I hit you with all the fantasy football information and cover all the big headlines. And, of course, got to cover the playoffs, where I break down matchup and predict winners. Not all the time, of course. But welcome to season four. Let's go for it. Alrighty, guys. Week four in the NFL. This is going to be the predictions. Week one, I went seven for 16. Not really good. But two, week two and three got a little bit better. We're at nine and 16. So hopefully we can at least one up it from last week. So uh, let's start off with the Thursday night game. I obviously took the Lions like I feel like a lot of people did. Um, I thought it was going to be a lot closer, but we learned a couple of things here. Uh, the Lions probably are the clear front runner for the NFC North. The Packers are going to be a, a, a wild card team possibly, but a lot of inconsistency. I saw it last night for myself, a lot of inaccurate throws. Hopefully with them getting Christian Watson back, Aaron Jones, they can start to build a little bit of momentum, um, especially for fantasy purposes. Romeo Dobbs looked good, and Jalen Reed also looked really good. As far as the Lions' defense, it's really starting to come along. You know, it's come a long way since last year with Aiden Hutchinson kind of leading the way, and then Brian Branch. Literally, this guy was all over the field last night. Um, a lot of people said that he might be the steal of the draft, but I think it could be Sam Laporta, who's also been really good in this offense with Jared Goff. Um, and then obviously Amaran St. Brown, you know, super effective. Uh, I believe he had six catches for 86 yards and a touchdown. And then the the biggest thing was uh, David Montgomery last night with his three touchdowns coming off an injury. I thought Jameer Gibbs could get more carries, but it just looks like David Montgomery is the lead back here in Detroit, and it's like not even close. Um, Jameer Gibbs – Really seems more like of a decoy in this offense. Just a super talented player. I just try and understand what Dan Campbell want to do. But, you know, right now for the Lions, it's working in real life, not in fantasy. So going into Sunday, we have an early morning game with the uh, 2-1 Falcons going against the 1-2 Jaguars. This game is going to be at 8.30 in the morning. So for fantasy purposes, Make sure you set your lineup either Saturday night or early Sunday morning. Um, this game is going to be played in London. The NFL has done a pretty good job in um, expanding to different parts of the world for NFL games. Um, in this game, you know, the Jaguars have not done well in London. They're 0-3 here, but I think this is going to be the game they kind of break the curse. So I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to get back on track. With Calvin Ridley, you know, they are coming off a really big loss to the Houston Texans. A bit of a surprise for sure, but um, the Falcons struggled in passing the ball. And I think um, Bijan having a bad game last game should have a better game this time around. Um, Jags still have a good defense, so uh, I'm taking the Jags here. Um, and then with these Sunday uh, afternoon games, it starts off with a, a doozy of a game. We have the 3-0 Miami Dolphins going against the 2-1 Buffalo Bills. This is going to be a key matchup. You know, within the division, somebody's going to come out on top. And I think 
you know, the Dolphins might be the better team right now, but I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills. Um, it's going to be a tough game, a high-scoring game for sure. Um, the Dolphins are just kind of coming off a, an insane win of 70 points. Um, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to be coming into this game ready to go. Uh, and it's really just super fun to watch the Miami Dolphins with Mike McDaniels. Somebody talked a little bit about it on Instagram, their positionless football. Um, they guys have like Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Devon H.A., Raheem Mostert. These guys are just, you know, track guys playing football and they kind of put them in different spots in the field just to create more space. And, and it's been big play after big play. So, um, for the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen will need to find a way to keep long drives going. You know, keep that defense on the sideline for the, for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, give them enough time to rest. They're going to be all over the field. Um, and then James Cook, uh, he's a guy who hasn't scored this year. Um, he's a guy that I think could find his way into the end zone uh, with a Dolphins defense that kind of has been uh, essentially in the middle here. Uh, next, we have a couple of uh, winless teams. This is going to be really fun. This is the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. We have four teams that are un, uh, have now won a game. Uh, we have the Minnesota Vikings going against the Carolina Panthers. I'm taking the Vikings. This is a must-win game for the Vikings. Um, and this is at a perfect time. The Carolina Panthers are not playing very well. Um, even if it's Bryce Young or Andy Dalton, um, would like to see Bryce Young just open up the playbook a little bit, kind of like what they're doing with C.J. Stroud in Houston, um, just so we could get some you know, fireworks, some excitement on offense for the Carolina Panthers. Um, and then for the Vikings, I think uh, Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison will have really big games as well. Um, the Carolina Panthers are missing J.C. Horn in that secondary. Um and then Cam Akers, I think, is a big headline, too. He's now officially with the Minnesota Vikings for over a week. Um, Alexander Madison had a really good game last year. What is this uh, you know, backfield going to look like for fantasy purposes? It's going to be interesting. Uh, but I think in real-life football, I think it's going to be a nice little balance. Um, Kevin O'Connell, from what I know in his time in Los Angeles, they've had multiple running backs, um, change of pace guys. you know. So that's what I'm kind of expecting here, too. But... Um, just because they trade for a guy doesn't mean they're going to use him a lot, but something definitely to watch out for. Um, and then the next scheme we have is the 0-3 Broncos and the 0-3 Chicago Bears. Uh, what a matchup here of, of teams that haven't won, that have so much going on off the field as well, uh, especially in the organizations. For me here, as far as a winner, I'm going to take the Denver Broncos. I think they're a little bit more of a complete team than the Chicago Bears. I think they'll be able to p score some points here. I think the this could be a turning point for the Denver Broncos. The Chicago Bears have a couple of guys that are going to be missing on Sunday. Eddie Jackson and Jalen Johnson. Those are two of their better defensive players, especially in the secondary. So Jerry Judy, Corlin Sutton, even Marvin Mintz could eat. Um, Javante Williams, if if there is a good game to have, it's got to be this one right now against the Chicago Bears. And as far as the Bears, um, you know, Justin Fields, like, what are you going to do? The I don't think the Broncos' defense is as bad as they've looked in the last couple of games. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what Justin Fields will be able to do against this defense that gave up 70 points last week. Um, look out for Roshan Johnson, too, a rookie running back out of Texas. Uh, next, we have an in-division rivals. We have the 2-1 Ravens going against the 
2-1 Browns. I hate picking against Lamar Jackson. I feel like every time I pick against Lamar Jackson, uh, Lamar Jackson always ha- wins or has a big game. I just keep going to the, to the Cleveland Browns. I think they have a more complete team. This defense for the Browns is on a really nice run. Um, they've only given up one touchdown, I believe, in the last three games. The Ravens, on the other hand, are you know struggling at the running back position. Um, you know they're still going through a new offense, so they're still learning how to play together. Uh, I think it's just too much for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, Mark Cooper, Jerome Ford, those guys have looked pretty good so far. So I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Um, one thing I would like to mention, maybe Jonathan Taylor, he's got one more week left on IR. Could he find a spot here in uh, Baltimore where they have a desperate need for running backs? Um, it'd just be interesting to see if they were going to be able to pay him. Next, we have the 2-1 Pittsburgh Steelers going against the uh, Texans, who are 1-2. Um, the Texans are coming off a really exciting win with C.J. Stroud, Tank Dell over the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. I mean, last week. I'm going to be taking the Pittsburgh Steelers just because they are coming off a win. I think the Steelers will kind of have a little bit of a bounce back as well from their Monday night game. Um, Najee Harris is a guy that I'm going to be watching closely in this game. Uh, for football purposes, fantasy football purposes, he just has been inefficient to say the least. Jalen Warren might be the real deal, but you know, if Najee Harris can't get it going against this Houston Texans defense, um, I don't see him being a factor in this offense. Um, Kenny Pickett, once again, we're still trying to figure out who he really is at the end of the day. Is he going to be that guy who steps up, or is he going to be just a, a middle-of-the-pack quarterback group um, with some of these other guys we've talked about? But, um, yeah, it would be interesting to watch Tank Dell going against his Pittsburgh secondary, who's been getting cooked as of lately. So I like Tank Dell in fantasy as well. Next, we have the 1-2 Rams against the 2-1 uh, Colts. Um, this is a a, a pick'em game for me, really. Uh, I do like the Rams just because they have some continuity on offense. The Colts, you know, if Anthony Richardson comes back, I'm not sure if I'm more likely to go with the. I think I'm more likely to go with the Rams over Gardner Minshew. But you know, like I said, defenses have been kind of. Eh, but I'm like the Rams in a bounce back game, uh, especially off Monday night here. Next, we have the Bucks and the Saints. Uh, what a storyline it's been for Jameis Winston. This was a guy that was the first overall draft pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in, I believe, 2013. He's been with the Saints over the last couple of years. This past offseason, he had a chance to leave but decided to come back because of the culture. You know, he's from New Orleans and stuff like that. So Derek Carr um, is going to be missing this game. So J- here comes Jameis Winston. Hopefully the guy who can keep the Saints season going. Um, I like the Saints. It's going to be at home. We have Alvin Kamara coming off the uh, three-game suspension. This defense for the Saints is pretty good. The Bucks are coming off a loss, a short week, and a loss to Philadelphia on Monday night. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely going with the Saints. It's going to be interesting to see uh, Mike Evans go against Marshawn Lattimore for – I feel like we've been watching these guys go at it for years now, but always a good matchup. Next, we have the 2-1 Commanders going against the undefeated uh, Philadelphia Eagles, who are 3-0. and 
I'm going Philadelphia all the way. I think this is going to be a tough game for Sam Howell. Um, he just had five turnovers, I think, against the Buffalo Bills last week, and now he's got Philadelphia in town. Uh, tough break for the kid. But, yeah, give me Philadelphia all day. Next, we have the 1-2 Cincinnati Bengals going against the 1-2 Tennessee Titans. Um, I'm going to have to take the Bengals on this one. The Titans are struggling right now. I don't know if Ryan Tannehill is healthy. Derrick Henry might not be healthy as well. The defense for the Tennessee Titans might give Joe Mixon a problem. But I still think uh, this offense on Monday night kind of got going in the second half. I think we're going to see a lot more of volume going to Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. I think they're just going to force feed the ball to these guys. And I think they could have big games. Next, um, so the afternoon games, we have the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, who are 1-2, and two, going against the Chargers, who are also 1-2. and two. Um, I'm going to have to take the Chargers on this one. Uh, both teams have not played very well, but at least the Chargers, we know, can score uh, points. The Raiders might not have Jimmy G, which is one of the things I'm afraid about for Devontae Adams. As far as like his fantasy value right now and moving forward, we know Jimmy G has had some issues with injuries. Uh, Josh Jacobs needs to absolutely break out in this game. This is a guy that you probably got very high in fantasy football. They're going against the Chargers defense that has not been able to stop anybody this year. So uh, Josh Jacobs can't seem to get it going. I would be very afraid. Austin Eckler might not play, especially tough with the loss of Mike Williams, who's out for the year. A lot of people are trying to figure out who's going to step up. Joshua Kelly, the last couple weeks, has not been the guy for the running game. I think they need to kind of mix it up a little bit. I would like to see, you know, obviously some other guys get involved. Keenan Allen's going to be one of the top receivers moving forward. A lot of people think it's going to be Josh Palmer or Quentin Johnson. I'm, I'm going to have to say Josh Palmer because we've seen him come in before and be very productive in this offense. Quentin Johnson is a big question mark. He actually might not develop him maybe until later on in the season. But he's definitely going to see a lot more reps, so I think both of these guys could still be very productive in this offense. It's just going to be a hit or miss. Uh, the only thing I worry about for the Chargers moving forward is last year's playoff loss. One of the reasons why they lost that game was because they did not have the wide receivers they have available in that game. And we're already kind of starting to see what's going on there with Mike Williams. Next, we have the 1-2 and two Patriots going against the Cowboys who are 2-1 coming off a horrible loss to the Arizona Cardinals. This is actually now Ezekiel Elliott's return to Dallas. Could there be a possibility of a touchdown? Maybe. A lot of people are trying to figure out who's going to have more rushing yards, Ezekiel Elliott, or is it going to be Tony Pollard? Uh, that's a toss-up. Both of these defenses are pretty solid. Uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys just because I think they have to bounce back. It's a home game. Everybody's going to be fired up with Zeke there. So it's going to be a really interesting game, but I'm taking the Cowboys. We have the 1-2 Cardinals going against the 49ers who are undefeated. Uh, I'm taking the 49ers here without a doubt. Uh, the Cardinals are coming off a fluke win against the Cowboys. Uh, the 49ers have just looked uh, unstoppable on offense and defense. Um, yeah, 49ers should win by a large margin. And then we have the Sunday night football game. We have the 2-1 Kansas City Chiefs going against the New York Jets, who are 1-2 right now. Uh, obviously, I think we all are taking the Chiefs. There's just absolute turmoil in New York. Um, I think this is the game that we could possibly see Trevor Simeon 
Um, if Zach Wilson is not playing well, which I think he's not going to be playing well, I think Trevor Simeon could be thrown into the pit of fire against this Chiefs defense that, um, for the most part, has been playing very well. And, you know, the Chiefs on offense are going to be firing on all cylinders. So, yeah, and then Taylor Swift obviously being at the game on Sunday night, all the Swifties and the Kelseys going crazy. Good for Travis Kelsey. I mean, his podcast is the number one podcast right now. He's uh, has three hundred dollars, three hundred million, or three hundred thousand dollars worth of jersey sales. Um, he has three hundred thousand like followers extra now. So uh, this guy might become like an international superstar. He might be the next Dennis Rodman of the NFL right now. But um, yeah, good for both of them here. And then uh, the Monday night game, uh, essentially also another kind of pick 'em game. We had the 2-1 Seattle Seahawks um, traveling from the West Coast to the East Coast to take on the New York Giants, who are 1-2. Man, New York is getting a lot of love for these Monday night games, Sunday night games. We're a, MetLife Stadium is making a killing off nothing, really, over here. And I think it's, you know, if something, wants, something tells me that I should take the Giants because there's no way that all these New York teams are going to lose all the time. But uh, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Uh, I know the Seahawks are... They look good on paper, but they're kind of a middle-of-the-pack team, essentially. But I like the the offense for the Seahawks. I don't think that the Giants' defense is going to be able to really stop anybody here. I know that there's a question mark of whether Saquon will play. Whether Saquon plays or not, I'm still going to take Seattle. Uh, Daniel Jones, you know, just isn't the guy. And I think they need to eventually figure out a way to move on from him. It's going to be tough with his contract situation. Um, the only guy that I could think of in fantasy as far as the New York Giants is Darren Waller. I know a lot of people have drafted him pretty high, and he you know, hasn't really done much up to this point. Um, I would like for him to find his way into the end zone this week, uh, along with maybe Kenneth Walker, who's coming off a two-touchdown game. But, um, guys, that's pretty much what I got for my Week 4 predictions. Um, this past week, I was on another episode of To The Maps podcast. Um, definitely check it out. It's really fun, really entertaining. I'm doing it with my buddy uh, Drew and John. So definitely go give him a, a a like, subscribe, listen to the podcast. Let us know what y'all think here in the comments. Just want to say thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys follow me on social media. And always just remember, go for two.